So, where do I belong? How did everyone get here? What would you do? Chances are, you have an opinion. Welcome to Youth on Rewind, a podcast amplifying the voices, stories, and ideas of young people. I'm Sydney Yanez, and in this episode, I wanted to explore how mental health and wellness impact youth. Mental health is a big subject, and as mental health advocate Haley Hardcastle states in her TED Talk about why students should have mental health days, while not everyone has a diagnosed mental health illness like I do, absolutely everyone, all of you, have mental health. All of us has a brain that needs to be cared for in similar ways that we care for our physical well-being. I'm not an expert on mental health, but I want to learn more about it and give others a foundation to keep it in the conversation. It seems like people are talking about mental health more than ever before. From celebrities opening up on social media to TV shows and movies portraying neurodivergent characters with nuance, it feels as though many stigmas around mental health are starting to fade. It's important to discuss mental health because it affects our everyday lives. It helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make healthy choices. I decided to ask some of my peers what comes to mind when they hear the phrase mental health. It was a really big, deep question for people to answer, and to some mental illnesses were the first to come to mind. The first thing that does come to mind are mental illnesses. Dealing with anxiety. Depression, anxiety, and therapy. Mental health is like, man, it's really hard to describe. I don't know, I grew up with like, not ever really believing in mental health because it wasn't ever talked about in my family. But then they would rethink the question on a deeper level and reflect on their own mental wellness. I guess being honest about your feelings and expressing them and um, surrounding yourself in an environment where other people respect it and, you know, and there's a, a mutual respect for people's feelings. Learning to take care of yourself and learning the status of your mind, because in very much ways we um, live in a lifestyle that is so busy, it's so packed, and we just go on to the next thing and we don't stop to realize what our status is mentally. And sometimes it's a very negative thing because we're neglecting things that we should be processing. Being graceful with yourself and allowing yourself to make mistakes. Uh, to me, when I'm first thinking about mental health, I usually think about what I do to maintain my own mental health, which is grounding and um, figuring out how to control my thoughts, control my emotions, be where I'm at in the present moment, and uh, really just sort of being able to acknowledge what sort of thoughts you have, being able to control those thoughts and being aware of those thoughts so you're able to counter said thoughts when you're realizing, oh, I'm spiraling, I'm stressing out, you know, that sort of thing. Self-love. So I struggle with depression, OCD, and anxiety, which is great, love it. Um, so for me, mental health is like really important to continue therapy and medication, otherwise, I can't function at all. There's a lot to mental health. I could go on for a long time. I think it's everything, to be honest. It depends, it like makes your mood, it makes your day. Like it's a mindset as well. Like for me, sometimes it's like the smallest things, the clothes I wear really help my mental health sometimes. But it's definitely a journey. It's, if I had to say it in one word, it'd be a journey, I guess. <laughs> Our 
Are there days like, say, in the winter where you just don't want to get out of bed? You're warm and comfortable, yet there's things you have to do like go to work or school. You think to yourself you don't want to get up and brace the cold. You're lying in bed wrestling with yourself on what to do. Like that situation, there's many combating emotions you may feel every once in a while or every day. Youth on Record production intern Tierney Worthen perfectly depicts this with her segment, Depression Arena. Welcome to the Depression Arena! Today we have a lineup of the fiercest rivalries in the boxing world. Asleep versus awake, productivity versus hopelessness, and our main event, recluse versus extrovert! Asleep looks ready for the competition. Waiting in the red corner, veins bulging. Awake, the newcomer from Colorado enters the ring. Fans cheering. He is the fan favorite and he is currently undefeated. And he always puts up a good fight. The bell rings. They jab left and right, each missing the other as they dodge and weave and... Asleep landed a massive blow, knocking his competitor on their back. One. Two, Awake is up on his feet. He stumbles around the ring waiting for the next punch. The bell rings as the two fighters retire to their corners. Asleep shows no sign of fatigue as he hypes up the crowd during the break. Round two begins and Asleep is energized. He lays a hook into the right side of Awake's abdomen and looks to the crowd, knowing this fight will add another victory to his record. Awake launches toward Asleep. He lands a killer right hook. Spit flies towards the audience as Asleep's mouth guard soars through the air. Asleep is not getting up from that. Let's hear from our winner, Awake. It feels good to win. It's been too long. And for the folks at home and in the stadium who never gave up on me, I'll always fight for you. Now I've got to get dressed and get this stink off me. Thanks for the support. For our second match of the day, we have productivity and hopelessness. Before the fight, each boxer gave us a few words on their strategies. Productivity gave us a preview of what we will be seeing from her. I love boxing. It's everything I want everything I need, and what makes me get up every morning wanting to be better. It's my passion. During this match, I'll show you that. Hopelessness spoke about her strategy to combat that passion. Being passionate means nothing. How is she going to win a fight with just passion? My plan is to tire her out and then come at her fast and strong. There will be no passion when she's lying in the corner of the ring. Productivity makes her entrance, hyping up her fans and taunting her opponent. You can feel the passion. Both competitors look ready to fight as the bell rings. Productivity comes out swinging wildly. Her punches miss as her opponent dances around the ring. Hopelessness is not even trying to hit back as Productivity throws punch after punch after punch. Hopelessness is standing strong and ready for the next throw. Productivity is slowing down as her punches fail to land. Hopelessness's plan to wear out her opponent is working. The crowd can see it. The crowd can feel it. 
everyone knows where this fight is going. Hopelessness sees an opportunity and steps in with a blow to Productivity's core, knocking her onto the mat. She is down for the count. Our last fight of the day is almost here. The match we have all been waiting for, Recluse versus Extrovert. The cheers right now are coming out on the side of Extrovert. She is on a roll at the moment, but one slip up will lower her standing. Recluse enters the ring and the match begins. Extrovert starts off aggressively. Oh, Recluse ducks a couple punches before one strikes her in the left cheek. She fakes a punch to the right and strikes Extrovert in the lower abdomen. Extrovert seems unfazed by this throw. She comes back stronger and throws hit after hit, backing Recluse against the ropes. Recluse has lost momentum and is taking a real beating. The screams of the fans are deafening. Extrovert, 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 repeated over and over as each blow brings her closer to victory. Recluse is down. The count is up and this fight is over. Extrovert has taken this match in no time at all and the crowd is going wild. Recluse still has a good standing and they will meet again soon. Here are a few words from our champion, Extrovert. I knew going into it that I was gonna win. That's what made me win. I didn't let myself believe for one second that any blow from Recluse would ruin the match for me. This was a much needed win and with this momentum, I will fight the next matches with the same mindset. You know where you should place your bets. That wraps up today's rivalry matches. There was some fierce competition and tomorrow's fights are only a few hours away. So, get some rest, hydrate, and we'll see you back here for another lineup of unpredictable matches. Good night! Mental health still has some stigma surrounding it, but talking openly about our experiences helps break down those barriers. Talking to someone and getting help if someone needs it can really empower people. Youth on Record production intern Genevieve Glimp talks about her experience with exposure therapy and working through her OCD by getting out of her comfort zone. My second ex-therapist was a hard ass. She also went on vacation often, didn't take insurance, and made a lot of rock climbing analogies. But she was incredibly good at what she did. Imagine if Cameron Diaz was brunette and went to an all-women's liberal arts college. She exuded confidence and a unique earthiness. I was 12 when I started seeing her. I had been diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder, or OCD, a year earlier, and I was deeply uncomfortable with myself. I'd sit in her office once or twice a week, awkward and straight-backed on the couch. I'd show up in middle school eleganza, which for me was jeans, a t-shirt, and tightly crossed legs every day. She could tell that I cared deeply about how I was perceived and how people thought of me, that I was averse to vulnerability. 
I made that quite obvious in our sessions. But she was not afraid to tell me when I was acting difficult, or in her words, like a bitch when I was 16. So, obsessive compulsive disorder. The way you treat it is with exposure therapy, more popularly known as ERP, exposure response prevention. It's like saying the only way out is through. You go towards the discomfort. Words cannot describe how painful it can be. Imagine you're about to walk down a dark corridor. It's the uncertainty that's scary, because if you go down that corridor, you don't know what's there. A million terrible things could happen to you in that corridor. You could be attacked in that corridor. But it's the overwhelming feeling of impending doom that something bad will happen to me or someone else if I walk down this corridor. If OCD had a catchphrase sentence, it would probably be the famous, something bad will happen. If I don't do X, something terrible will happen to me or someone I love, or I will feel like crawling out of my skin. It's like being on fire. But with exposure therapy, you walk into the darkness. When I was about 14 or 15 to address my insecurities, my therapist made me walk across a busy street in downtown Boulder on all fours, crawling through the crosswalk. I initially resisted. I can't do that. People are going to honk. And my therapist said something to the tune of, so? You never want to do an exposure. If it's something you're fine with, you're doing it wrong. If it doesn't scare you, it's not an exposure. The point is to do hard things. It is mentally and emotionally exhausting. I've spoken to strangers on the street, carried satanic imagery in my pockets, and worn someone else's retainer, all in the name of exposure therapy. But I've also done things that would seem mundane, like stand in a room, sit on a bed, use the shower, put on a sweatshirt, pick up a fork, etc. I can tell you that all of these things felt equally impossible to me at one point. So I bent over the asphalt and walked towards the median on my hands and legs, taking my time as she had instructed. As I had predicted, cars honked. People were probably thinking, what the hell is this kid doing? They probably thought my worst fear, that I was doing this on purpose to disrupt traffic. I wanted to tell them that I promised this was prescribed by a mental health professional. I would never draw this kind of attention to myself if it hadn't been for my hard-ass therapist. But of course, they'll never know that. All they saw was a girl walking like an animal across the street, probably sighing to themselves and saying, Boulder, right? The point of this was to expose me to the uncomfortable feeling of being watched and seen as less than the exterior I presented and I grudgingly looked ahead to the sidewalk, my inner dialogue saying, Please let this end. I hope no one recognizes me. Please don't let anyone think I'm strange. But it was too late for the latter. As a rule, you can't pretend to be normal when your stomach is parallel with the street and there's gravel embedded into your palms. That ship has long sailed. In those people's minds who were in their cars on that day, I'll forever be the weird girl who crawled across the street in front of them. There's no way to reverse that or change how they think about it. 
So I crawled back across the street to the median and then to the sidewalk. I stood upright in front of my therapist, thinking I was done and feeling relieved until she said, do it again. Here's the thing, she was right. The point of this exposure and all exposure therapy is that I did not die. My life was not irrevocably changed by this. If I can walk across the street on all fours, there are a lot of things I can do. Of course I was uncomfortable in the moment, but the takeaway is that you are not the terrifying things you think. Your thoughts are just thoughts and your brain exists to produce them. It's been a long time since I did this exposure and I'm still working through OCD. I have the agency to either avoid things or confront them directly. For me, it's unavoidable. I have to walk into my corridor on a daily basis. I invite you to do the same with your own personal dark hallways, even if it's not crawling across the street. This is an ongoing conversation. There are no easy fixes with mental wellness, and it's a constant effort to take care of your mental health. Mental health should be just as important as our physical health, and it's on its way there. In 2019, Colorado passed Senate Bill 19-010, which focuses on providing behavioral health professionals in schools. Then, in 2021, Colorado Governor Jared Polis signed House Bill 21-1097, which directed the Colorado Department of Human Services to establish a new Behavioral Health Administration to coordinate and integrate state mental health and substance use programs and funding. Senate Bill 20-014, a.k.a. Excused Absences in Public Schools for Behavioral Health, was passed during 2020, allowing teens to take mental health days and Colorado House Bill 21-1258 established iMatter, a behavioral health services program to provide access to mental health and substance use disorder services for youth. I guess my point is, taking care of our mental health is not just a matter of responding to crisis. Rather, it's an everyday endeavor. As Genevieve says in her piece, you are the only one you are going to spend the rest of your life with, so might as well figure out how to be happy with yourself. If you or somebody you know is in crisis, please consider using the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by calling 988. If you are a youth under 18 and you are looking for some free counseling, check out imattercolorado.org for up to six free sessions with a licensed therapist. And Youth on Record offers a free virtual support group on Thursday evenings for ages 16 to 24. Email talk at youthonrecord.org to get signed up. Thank you for listening to Youth on Rewind. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you do your listening. Youth on Rewind is a production of Youth on Record. Learn more at www.youthonrecord.org or across social media at Youth on Record. This episode was produced by me, Sydney Yanez, with additional production by Genevieve Glimp and Tierney Worthen. A big thanks to our team, which includes Devante Parker, Connor Schutz, and Srija Chakraborty, and our executive producer, David Layden. Thank you again for tuning in. We hope you will join us next time for another episode of Youth on Rewind.